0: Yes, Brian. I find your lack of faith disturbing. And this is where if I could manifest the force, I would force choke you, but only until it got hot. (laughs) Uh, Luckily, I can't do that to you. May the 4th be with you. It is May the 4th, and I know it's corny. Here we go. Ah, moment of quietude amidst the dark chaos of the force. Thank you very much. My wife wanted Canon and D as she walked up the aisle.
1: Yeah? I wanted this song.
0: You want the Imperial yeah. Death March? Because I knew it Did wasn't going to last. Yeah. yeah. Wow, it's still going on <laughs> Here strong. Here comes no, the it? Imperial Death March. <laughs> Unbelievable. Wow. Anyway, it is May the 4th, of course, the annual Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. Uh-huh. Get it? Yeah. Do you get the joke? Yeah, it's yeah, like May yeah. the Force be with you. It, but It it's gets like May funnier the 4th. every year. Every year it gets funnier. I have a real affection for the franchise, man. I um not all of it, you know. The first three movies obviously are canon. Then they went back and did the old movies and those sucked balls. They are terrible. Yeah. They are gen other than you and McGregor as a young Obi Wan, that shit's badass. But then they were terrible, but I do like how they connected back and then they went and did the new ones and Ray is cool. They wasted Boyega's talents on him being sort of a comic relief guy. I'm not happy with the other films, but there are all these other side films. I would like to go on record as saying Rogue One, which is a Star Wars story technically, came out in 2016. I saw it the day that Carrie Fisher died. And she was obviously dead and not in the movie, but they did a CGI representation of her as Princess Leia getting away with the plans to the Death Star and knowing that she had died right before I got into the film, I cried like a little bitch because well, just let's... sitting by yourself in the theater. No, I was with friends. Oh, okay, well, still cried, but I was going to say, but like, let's be honest, everyone knows I'm kind of a weepy little bitch. My name is Brian Oak, and that's Sean Bernard. It is the Brian Oak Show podcast, episode three hundred and forty. Yep. Is that a real number? I didn't know numbers went that high.
1: It could be 3.14. It could be Pi Day as well for us.
0: Whoa. How about that for just nerding
1: it up the first 10 minutes of the show? Let's
0: go. You know know who's impressed right now is our guests who are waiting in the wings. They can't fucking wait to get this over. (laughs) I didn't know know we were going to play with Star Wars action figures all day. Don't you worry about it. My Millennium Falcon is fucking mint all right uh it is the brian oak show and we are here in the smart start mn studios in south minneapolis 48th in chicago on what might be the most impossibly gorgeous day of the year so far
1: yeah it's perfect for me this is like the perfect type of day
0: you're in short pants
1: i'm wearing short pants are you
0: going are you going golfing
1: no i'm gonna do yard work after this i'm gonna aerate my lawn and do all that
0: bullshit I'll aerate your lawn. Uh, I anyway, wish. I, no, you do not. <laughs> we are in the Smart Start MN Studios. Let's go ahead and thank Smart Start before we get rolling with what we still have to come, which is going to be cool. This is this is going to be a fun one today. I have a feeling that things are going to become a little more unhinged than a little usual. Saucy, a little saucy. I, I, I certainly hope so. Unless these two squares don't know how to bring it, but I don't <laughs> think I don't think that's the case. I feel like something good's going to happen right here. But before we do, Smart Start MN. Is- is Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. What does that mean? You drink, you drive, you lose your license. Whether you're found guilty or not, you will lose your license, and you need to get back into your car. Smart Start MN is the original Minnesota ignition interlock company. They worked with the legislature to figure out how this process worked. Of course, once they did all the heavy lifting, a bunch of other carpetbaggers moved in yeah. and said, hey, we could make money off this too. Screw those guys. Smart Start MN are cool people. They're local people. They're music fans. And if you or someone you care about runs into a difficult situation, they can get you back up and running sooner and for less money than you otherwise might think.
1: Yeah, they set it up so we can save our listeners a little bit more money. You can go to smartstartmn.com slash the Brian Oak Show. That'll get you 20% off the installation of the ignition interlock.
0: Now, if I were to say the word bomb to you, you would think, right, like explosive, right? Sure. What would you think if I said the word ultra bomb to you? I'd say super explosive. I mean, like daisy cutter explosive. Like, yeah. I mean, like real oh, yeah. serious ordnance. Some real. Like, howitzer shit. Exactly right. I got 27 centimeter shell fire from 42 like miles a m- away. For. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's what the rest of the show is going to be like. But until we get there, I did want to. Sh- I-, I had a, an opportunity. I got asked to DJ a private gig the oh, other yeah. night. Oh, yeah. That's right. And I. I'm not really like a üst, no. um, DJ at all, but I like to pick music, and I love music, and you never know what people are going to like, and so it was at a very, very private, exclusive club, the Minneapolis Club. I don't know nice. if I should say their name. Did but you I shower did. and everything? Mostly. Yeah, okay, I mean, I, I, I got most of the important bits. Word. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and you know, I, I dressed in, you know, medium clothes, I guess, you know, like my best <laughs> old Navy shorts and T-shirt, oh. um, but I went down there, and I'm like what do rich people want to listen to while they're at happy hour oh. i had no idea so i kind of brought a little bit of everything and records it turns out are still heavy they remain heavy they are they never get any lighter. Oh. bring a stack of vinyl we got all the equipment they had a receiver from like 1978 it was a piece of trash and they had one turntable oh, so wait. you can't you can't really dj oh on that my setup. gosh but luckily everyone there was super cool brought a bunch of records played a bunch of stuff The number one song that I played that night that got more people coming up saying, who is this again? Who is this again? That like people got frothy about, frothy by the way, um, was this song that we're about to hear, the amazing Baroque pop of the American band Left Bank. And this particular song is called Pretty Ballerina. Enjoy it. Get lost in its majesty. But then do stick around because Ultra Bomb is up next on the Brian Oak Show. Telling you, man. Like, I, I again. I like the hard. I like the heavy. I like the light and esoteric. I like the house music, but beautiful melancholy pop music. Swing. I'm just telling you. I, I absolutely <laughs> love it. I mean, for lack of a better Thanks term, for bringing sh- that back. <laughs> <swing>. <laughs> I'm Brian. up that, or Bernard. So Let's later. go ahead. Let's. Got, what do you? Hey, hey guess what? Swing has always been a thing. It was around before you and I were that's born. True. There's no way around that. Yeah.
2: because yeah, it don't mean a thing if it. Get
0: that swing. If it ain't got nice. that swing, Greg, call that mic you, right Greg, on you, yeah, like, way up right up
2: on, right my, on
0: me. There like you literally, go, yeah. like right there. Like, not you on it, it on you. There you go. There we oh, go. I, hey, look, man, let's not let's not set definitions on the relationship. Let's just allow everyone to do their thing. Uh, we are joined now by Greg Norton and Jamie Oliver. Now, today is the first day I've ever met Jamie. I've known Greg for. Well, at the risk of dating both of us, decades. Uh, yes. And Greg, obviously, uh, formerly of Husker Du and a wide range of other. What's the most embarrassing name of a band you've ever been in? I don't know. Embarrassing like Embarrassing name. Well, like Mermaid Herpes or something? Like, were you ever in a band that had a terrible name? Not really. <laughs> okay, well, la freaking da Good for yeah. you, Mr. Norton. <laughs> Jamie, we haven't met before. You were both in a band called Ultra Bomb. Jamie, since we've never met you before, we always do a little bit of an intro to new people that come into the Smart Start MN Studios. Where are you from? I'm
3: from Coventry in England.
0: In England. Yeah. All right. So how do you find yourself in
3: America? Uh, Well joining my compadre over here yeah yeah we're just about to tour the states how so. did you, how did the two of you meet
0: one
2: another um when was it <laughs> uh, <Mostly? laughs> it, it, it was the magic of the internet so okay right on yeah uh, we we first uh all met on a messenger um video chat
0: for real for real I mean, that's weird to me. And again, not that you would meet people unexpectedly on the Internet. That's the nature of the world we live in right now. But to then meet, get along, decide there was enough happening there to make a band, and here we are with Ultra Bomb.
3: Yeah, it was kind of crazy because I think Finney kind of messaged Greg and said, hey, do you want to put a band together? I know this great guy who plays drums. And, and uh, Greg, and at the same time, he messaged me and said, hey, do you want to play in a band with Greg Norton? And I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> so, uh,
0: Honest yeah, to God, my very yeah. first radio gig I ever did professionally, I remember the morning that Greg Norton called me, and I'm like, oh, okay, hang on one second. And I'm like, fuck it, Greg Norton, who's it, <laughs> And I tried to be cool, and I'm still not cool. It still makes me nervous when I'm <laughs> yeah. around you. So, That's Janie, right, calling
2: into the... the- the rev 105 morning show and i remember and requesting man.
0: tunes oh my god do i remember nice. yeah i do <laughs> i still it makes me giddy jamie you are the drummer then yep yeah and mm-hmm. when did you first pick up the sticks uh i was about 12 years old yeah, yeah. And, and what was the impetus what what was the
3: inspiration um, <laughs> i walked into school um and there was a new kid in school and um you know i, I moved around a lot when i was a kid with a paranoid schizophrenic stepdad and yeah and oh. stuff. yeah it was pretty crazy yeah, but yeah. um and so, you know, I was—I kind of understood what it was like to be the new kid. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I went and introduced myself to him. And um, he said he played guitar. He wanted to put a band together. And, uh, and my dad used to play the drums. So I said, well, maybe my dad could teach me a drum beat and I'll be a drummer. Wow. And that was it. And here we, we are. We had a band, yeah. <laughs> uh, <we're> part <laughs> what part of
1: England it? is Coventry? Um, the shit part well <laughs> oh, okay okay which one <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just, just like america there are all kinds yeah, of yeah, shit exactly. parts right. Like I, I
0: know enough about england to know that the south likes to make fun of the north and the far east country people consider the badlands and yeah. some of the west i mean so where, where's coventry in Coventry's all
3: Coventry's like pretty much the most middle you can get
0: all right so that's, i mean like manchester middle. uh east?
3: no manchester's north Oh, it is North. Yeah, yeah. It's right, so north of England. S- south of that. Though. Yeah. It's close to Birmingham. All right. Yeah. Um, Brummies are cool. Bang. I
0: mean, Brummies are all right, Oof. aren't they? No. Are they? I- oh, <laughs> what an accent! Oh my God. <laughs> Fuck off with that shit. Here, here, here's what I love is so my co host on the radio every morning, uh, her name is Naima, and she grew up in West London. And I I have always been an Anglophile. I love English culture. But the the variety of accents throughout your country, despite its size, is as varied as the accents throughout America. Yes. And maybe even just through Minnesota. I mean, it changes all over the place. You had south, you had east, you had west. It all changes. But in England, it's almost, like, defined by 10 or 20-mile radiuses. Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And so this is a Coventry accent that we're hearing right here. Uh, it's
3: a mix, actually. I'm a bit of a mongrel. Oh. Uh, yeah, not whole, yeah. Not a whole mongrel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, just moving around and, you know, just picking up little bits of different accents. Like even, even when I go back home, people say, where are you from? You know, and um, yeah, so
0: it's a bit. All right. So you, meet on, you all meet online, right? Yeah. And you're like, let's do this thing. But that's different than actually doing the thing. Greg, how, I mean, like, so when do you first meet? When do you first share tracks? When do you first share ideas? How does Ultra Bomb go from an idea to a thing that's about to tour the world this year?
2: Well, so the story gets crazier. So
0: go on.
2: Uh, <laughs> we we all meet on on online like in August. And, yeah, and uh, August of twenty twenty two. Right. Okay. Yep. Our no twenty twenty one. Yeah. All right. All right. Yep. So shortly after, um, uh, I had left Porcupine. That's when Finney came up with the idea.
0: Yeah. So, <clears throat> is there anything, by the way, before we move forward that I should know about Finney? Because Finney's not here uh what's the number one thing you would tell me about finney if you were trying to shame him in a back room and no one was ever going to hear about it <laughs> he's kidding. He's kidding. Uh, they're like whoa what kind of fucking tmz bullshit is this no 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 yeah. give me one good fact about finney and then continue with your story
2: uh, i think jamie should uh come forth with with a fact there because he's actually uh, been mates with Finny for a long time
0: yeah I have yeah um what just tell me your favorite thing about Finny you can be entirely complimentary and there's no I'm not I never look for controversy I can tell I'm you I can tell you my least
3: favorite thing about him oh, he sleeps he like to... a motherfucker what do you mean like really to sleep 13 he, he, hours a day two days it, it'll wow. be it'll, he'll be in bed for two days if he if he if he can <laughs> he will sleep the whole fucking time well, I swear you know to what, god
0: I already am in love with Finney because, same, (laughs) man, if I didn't have to get up and work every goddamn day. (laughs) Two days in bed sounds fantastic. So, Greg, you were saying it gets weirder. You meet online. How do we we produce Ultra Bomb from there?
2: So the story is uh, Jamie's uh, uh, friend comes up with the name Ultra Bomb, Uh suggests it. I happen to have the photo of uh, my daughter Coco that a friend put the – atomic bomb up behind and I like right. slapped ultra bomb on that and sent it over to these guys and everybody's like brilliant right so off we go right so this is August of 2021 a couple weeks later Finney's like hey, I'm gonna be on a solo tour I'll be in Berlin for a stretch of time I've got some studio time booked oh Jamie just happened is going to be in Berlin at the same time and I got thinking like maybe I should go to Berlin so
0: you know just Berlin
2: right I would never been so and, I, and
0: did, wait a minute back in the day when you were touring, you never were in Berlin
2: we uh Hoosker dude never played Berlin, really
0: right that blows my mind a little bit,
2: of course Bob lived in Berlin for a long time I, I, I um, guess maybe
0: that's what I'm thinking of right. but it does blow my mind, so you go to Berlin for the first time in your life being up with these guys was it cool in person like it was online, and everybody still felt good, and let's do this thing yep,
2: uh even better than that so. Jamie picks me up at the airport. It's the first time that he and I had actually ever met. Right. Uh, The next morning, uh, we're at the studio. Jamie's getting the drums set up. Finney shows up. First time I'd ever actually met Finney face-to-face. Right. So, at this moment, it's the first time the three of us are ever in the same room. Right. So, Finney had been writing riffs for Ultrabomb. So, the engineer, Hansi, is, you know, he's in the control booth and... And he's like, all right, here's a riff, and we'd, we'd play it. And then, you know, we'd go like, yeah, that's pretty good. We'd work it into an arrangement, play it a couple of times, tell Hansi to roll tape or hit record. I sure. guess you don't really roll tape anymore. Well, I mean, <laughs> some
0: people do, but right. they're usually nerds. Right. Jack White and the <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, there you right.
2: go. Uh, and um, we re- wrote and recorded four songs the first day. Wow. So, wow. The The second day we wrote uh the remaining six original ultra bomb songs so 10 songs two days uh that's ha- like
0: that's like sst stuff right i mean like that's like we're here we're here for three days we're writing all the songs we're doing nothing but working all the time Was oh, it this, like this, this is too? even
2: even more of um uh econo so really so we are literally write 10 songs in two days hansi is going like I cannot believe that you just wrote that song right here in front of us. And we're like, no, seriously, we, we just wrote the entire record in front of you. So, um, the third day, Jamie's out on a gig. Uh, Finney and I are in the studio just kind of cleaning up some bass and guitar bits. And I pull out all these lyrics that I have collected over, uh, you know, a few years. And Finney's like looking at him and he's like, oh my God, bruv, I've got the whole record figured out. And he like laid it out and he's like, this. This will go this, and uh, on Sunday morning, uh, Jamie's back in studio with us. Finney goes in, sings the whole fucking record. Uh, we did some, you know, pencil edits on, on the fly just to kind of make the flow a little bit better. Sure. And we got all done. We still had some time. <laughs> we had discussed uh, maybe doing a cover song, and we thought Sonic Reducer was the perfect Ultra bomb, holy cowboy!
0: Really?
3: Yeah, we were sat in a restaurant eating dinner, and we were kind of talking about what what would be the cover. Yeah, and then I think did you say it? Yeah, yeah, your suggestion. Yeah, and we both, uh, well, all of us just sat there and went, "Fuck yeah, yeah, (laughs)
0: yeah, that's the one, that's the one, that's the one." I mean, so would you say that that picking that as your cover is that sort of? And again, I'm not asking everyone to put everything on the line all the time, but would you say that that's close to the heart of what you're trying to do? as ultra bomb or was it just a kick-ass cover where you're yeah like, oh, yeah, so, yeah. Right. i fucking love this <laughs> yeah yeah yep. all right yeah. all right hey look before we talk any more about the band because i'm starting to get a little tingly right here let's go ahead and hear a song by ultra bomb tell me why we're starting here and tell me about this song if you wouldn't mind either or both or whoever
2: uh stick man versus hangman uh Our first uh, single yeah the first single that that uh, we <clears throat> pulled off the record and uh Kind of when I was writing the lyrics, it, it just started off as, you know, thinking about the, the hangman game. And, you know, the stick man is always the loser Oof. in that game. Right. Oof! So it's like, you know what? Stickman, he's tired of fucking losing. So he's going to take on the hangman. And then it just kind of went on from there.
0: So is all of Ultra Bomb's music kind of noisy and chaotic like that?
3: Uh, Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> well, it's the, the thing I love about it is it's it's really rough. Yeah. You know, it's not like there's no, nothing's too perfect. Finney's voice, you can hear it breaking all over the
1: place. Not overproduced.
3: Yeah. I, I don't know yeah, if you've heard yeah. this
0: podcast. Same vibe. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We kind of just fuck around, but we also make sure that we're doing the right thing. We're telling good stories. We have the right guests on. But as far as high-end production... Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded fantastic. So you guys are playing at the Punk Rock Bowling Festival, the 23rd annual coming up in the not-too-distant future. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, that but, is. I mean, like, it's sort of like the, the recognized punk rock hierarchy with all the emerging artists at the same time. This is sort of one of the preeminent festivals in America. That's pretty cool. When's that coming up? Uh, Memorial Day weekend. Oh and, yeah, so sand. yep. I'll uh, be on the sandbar. Just kidding. I don't, I don't have a cabin. I uh-huh. don't have a cabin.
2: Uh, I mean, so so we play uh, two shows. We we we're doing two nights. We're doing a club date, uh, kind of a showcase thing. We're opening up for the Dickies. Come on, seriously. Yeah. And it's, it's uh Philip and Stanley <laughs> are still like running the band, and uh, you know, Hoosker uh, were huge Dickies fans yeah, back in the day. Yes, uh, we played a few shows with them. Uh, we actually even caught him at, at a at a club in Berkeley once when we were out in California, and there were like maybe a two dozen people in there, which was crazy. But uh, so I'm really looking forward to to that show. That'll Did be that?
0: Blast. Let me ask you about that. With how many shows you've played over the course of your life and your career? Obviously, every I, I only saw Who's Who do twice, uh, but I mean, I was but, at, I saw every show. Well, I, yeah, well that's? Yeah, because <laughs> kind of, you saw it from a different angle than I saw. Well, that's great. Um Is it difficult from an artist's perspective to bring that absolute frenetic chaos that was crucial to what Husker Du did? Was it difficult when there's 12 people in the room? Uh, Or did you just fucking go for it and burn the place down around you with your bass guitar?
2: Uh, If there were not a lot of people in the room, it usually... uh, Spun us into a a Tasmanian devil type rage and and uh, uh, yeah we just basically leveled the whole fucking room.
0: Jamie, your real name, your full name is Jamie Oliver, and yeah. I am certain that that has been no no shortage of irritation in your life. I wonder <laughs> if there were ever any. I mean, you know, obviously world famous chef and TV presenter, author, etc., etc., etc. Did you ever have any unexpected benefits from being named Jamie Oliver? Did you ever get any of his mail? Were you ever invited onto uh, a red carpet at any point?
3: Sometimes I get good tables at restaurants.
4: <laughs> <laughs> nice.
3: you know, I booked a table for me and my ex in Brazil, and we went to Sao Paulo. And yeah. uh, and um, I, I, I called up to book the table, and I heard the girl going, Oh, my God, it's him. It's him, you know, what do I do?
0: It's James Oliver. What do I
3: do? And so, yeah, and we turned up there. They gave us the best seat in the house. So fabulous. That was
0: good. Okay, well, don't right, mind so, if I do. Well, <laughs> nice. well, if you insist, we sit here gladly and keep it coming. Everything you've got, keep it coming. Before we continue talking to the members of Ultra Bomb. Greg and Jamie, I want to talk to another person in the room, Sean Bernard. Sean, you have recently had a change of address, as it were, in terms of your regular gig, which is being a realtor, and you're now at Remax Results. How are things going?
1: They're going well. It's picked up because the weather's finally improved, and so nobody wanted people muddling through their houses when it was you know, two feet of snow.
0: I just April. stuck outside for a breath of fresh air, as it were, yeah. and I literally saw a guy drive by elbow at the window which is common this time of year no shirt uh, Did not come on no, it's he, too he, early for no already shirt. Uh, it's, se- it's 75 did he I have know, pants on i, I know I,
3: how many teeth did he have no one had both of them he wasn't
0: driving in the invisible car i have no idea <laughs> but he did not have a shirt on and had his elbow out and he looked like he was having the best <laughs> thursday of his life and i'm like I can't be mad at that, dude. You're embarrassing, but I can't be mad at him. I mean, live the life you want to live, and he was doing that's it. right. Maybe so, he
1: didn't have pants on either.
0: That's entirely possible. Well, the, 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 okay, so there are certain limits to living the life you want to live, all right? <laughs> there, is a, there is a social contract, and I believe that <laughs> pants are part of that contract. That being said, the weather is warmer and people are on the move, aren't they? They
1: are. People are looking to buy and sell, and the rates are up. They're not at historic lows, but you know, you're probably better off buying than renting because renting 100%, that's 100% interest. It all goes to the landlord. Wait, what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. I do. I still donate a portion of every buy and sell to a local musician or band of the buyer or seller's choice. You get to choose unless you look at me and say, I don't know what band might need my money. In which case, I have a long list of bands who have said, hey, you don't have anybody for that donation. I'm happy to receive it. (laughs) 612-859. Somebody raised their hand in the room. I'm not going to say whom. 612-859-2594. That number is also textable.
0: And you could work, I'm going to be honest with you right now, I'm going to damn him with faint praise, but you could work with way worse people than Sean Bernard. Lots shittier, shirtless realtors out there. Yeah, well, I don't know that he was a realtor, (laughs) but he did seem to be genuinely enjoying this gorgeous Thursday afternoon. Greg, you sent me a text, you're like, I quit my job, I'm going on tour. The fuck, are you never not going to be a punk rocker?
2: Uh, You know what, it's what i do right it's it's part of of, of who i I am
0: but like uh, i'm i'm scared and old i'm gonna be 55 in a week and i'm like just quit my job and go do something i love yeah well you know like like it says up there
2: never give up on your stupid stupid (laughs) dreams that
0: that actually landed in my life at one of the most important days it could have uh you a vang one of the greatest people I've ever met in the Twin Cities. And that's really what this podcast is about. It's about telling the stories of the city, the state, the people we live with, the things that make the fabric of what we do, whether it's music, entrepreneurs, whoever it might be. Yua is a creator and an organizer and a planner, and she's brilliant. And, and yeah, a smart ass. And, oh, <laughs> a very deep smart ass. Well, yeah. that's why her and her sisters have a company that makes those things. Never give up on your stupid, stupid dreams. Does it still scare you? Does it thrill you at all? You're like, whatever, it'll be fine.
2: Uh, it, it both that it, um, I'm thrilled to be doing this, and I'm scared that you know nobody's going to come out to see us.
0: I doubt that very much. <laughs> um, that being said, so I, I mean, the, I brought up the punk rock bowling bit because that's just such a huge annual event, and again, it runs the gamut of 40 plus years of good hard rock, right? I mean, like that's going to be. Fu- Warp Tour used to be a thing where it was all skate punk and pop punk bands and just actual punk rock bands. Then when my daughter became a preteen, she started asking me to take her to the warp tour and it was, you know, motionless and white and scary goth screamo stuff. You know, and I'm yeah. I'm like, Where where did the fun go though? Like I wanna <laughs> fucking I wanna fucking have fun. Let's do this thing. And she's like raw, raw,
4: yaw, yaw.
0: <laughs> And I wish I was joking, but that's what it sounds like. Um, so. Well your face then looked like you were having fun doing that. <laughs> Here's the thing. They're probably having fun doing it. And I'm like, I just no nobody's that mad. You're fine. You're fine. They put you up in a hotel somewhere last night, you had a good night's sleep, you're fine. Everything <laughs> Settle down. Settle down. Um, coming up, not this weekend but next, Ultra Bomb embarks on a tour right and it starts very close to home at uh the turf club
2: which right. one one uh, next thursday so a week from literally wow. a week from tonight that'll be our second gig ever, ever. oh my god <laughs> yep. so let me yeah
1: <laughs> jesus what are you doing he's whipping the pen around trying to kill someone
0: not on purpose but it was kind of dramatic i wish we had a camera in here right so jamie let me ask you this you've obviously played a ton of shows yeah greg has played a ton of shows but you've only done one, Even despite however many exhaustive hours of rehearsal you've had, you've only played one proper show in front of people before.
2: Lit yep. the hook and ladder last year.
0: It was, so, let me ask you this then, for both of you, is this exciting? Is it terrifying? Is it... Watch out, fuckers! We got this fucking thing. I mean, like, hi, <laughs> but seriously, where where do you feel one week from tonight?
3: I'm not terrified at all. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. yeah. No.
2: The uh, watch out, fuckers! We've got this.
0: Yeah, yeah love no, it. Neither yeah. of you seem to have very much fear in your face. And you're like, <laughs> and you seem actually a little bit eager. From there, you head down to Midwest Music Fest that weekend, next weekend, and you know what? I just found out my wife's out of town. My daughter's out of town. I, and that's my birthday weekend. I, you'll be in Chicago on my actual birthday, but I don't have anything going on. Why would I not go down to the no-name bar and see Ultra Bomb?
4: Yeah. Exactly.
0: We have to go. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I'm, yeah in. No one, I'm in. I'm no in. One, no one, I might be We just in, need to man. fucking, people need to fucking
1: remember how long we couldn't go see music. Or do anything. So get the fuck out right. of your house. You mm-hmm. just heard the first song. You know it's going to be fucking fun. Right. We'll put a link to tickets and everything uh, when we post this. Sweet. But get the fuck out of your house and go see some music. So last year,
0: the <laughs> same weekend, I had no one to go with. It was pouring rain, so it was going to be a drag in Winona, and I still went down for one night to see uh, Dury, who is one of my favorite local bands right now, and i speaking of local bands sorry i'm going to change my own i'm going to interrupt myself jamie are you in minnesota do you still do you live in minnesota are you i still, live in london you are a london resident yeah. all right mm-hmm. where do you live in london
3: uh quickerwood which is sort of north. Is
0: Crick- Beckerwood. <laughs> Beckerwood. Beckerwood. no no nah, no it's a big it's a big, Qu- it's
3: a big irish area quickerwood i think is yeah. a yeah. for some north- blue pill,
2: right <laughs> what Quickerwood? Quickerwood. Quickerwood. Right. <laughs> now's the time, man. With wind opening up and Seattle's <laughs> yeah. opening up, now's the time. I would
0: go home and copyright Quickerwood right now if I were you. Um, so north, south, east, west, whereabouts? Uh, it's
3: northwest. It is. But it's it's kind of cool, actually, because there's there's a few little Irish bars around, there, nice. around the area, and there's one called the Lucky Seven that's open. I shouldn't probably say this, but um, it's the sort of place where you... You go out on the piss and then you rock up at like seven in the morning. Oof. Completely wasted. And oh, then nice. It- Three little knocks on the back door and there's still Irish people old you know old folk drinking in there,
0: like, yeah. <laughs> seven in the, the morning is great. <laughs> <laughs> See I love that Sean as you might have guessed uh Sean Bernard Irishman uh my last name even though it's English Oak, which there is a town, a small, small, small village in Somerset called Oak, spelled the same way as my last name, O A K E. Yeah. And but my family's about ninety percent Irish. So Sean and I have been down that road, which is why we kind of stopped walking down that road, didn't we?
1: Yeah, my family that's from England is from uh, Yorkshire. So uh, Og- yeah. Ogden herself Selby. Northern. That you know, area. Northern. Yeah. They're that. All farmers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so came over here a long time ago. Have you heard of the band The Clockworks? No. Okay, so they're from Ireland. They moved to London a couple of years okay. ago. I just saw them in Ireland in November. All right. Very, very good. Kind of a, what, what would you punk? call them, post-punk, maybe?
0: Oh, you played them the other day, yeah. didn't you? Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't really remember Good band. either. It's but very, they haven't hit hit over here yet, but they yeah, will. Yeah. They're fucking stellar. Yeah, so cool. you're doing Minnesota next weekend. And then off we go. And here we go touring the U.S. Now, Greg.
2: A- 18 shows in 21 days. Which Fantastic. is
0: genius. But, I mean, again, that's not unfamiliar to you either, Greg. Like, back in the day, one of my favorite things about reading any of the stories of the old SST days or really the sort of emerging Culture of the late 70s into the early 80s, there wasn't infrastructure. There wasn't a framework. This was a daily grind, not only to find a place to even fricking play in the first place and hopefully get paid, then where are we going to stay? Where are we going to get gas money? We don't get per diems. I mean, like, you literally helped craft the DIY thing that happened in this country. And, of course, now it's all systemic, right? I mean, it, it exists. But back then... I mean, were there day to day like, I don't know, fucking condelusions of like, what the fuck are we going to do tomorrow night?
2: Uh, a lot of that, you know. It, it in the early '80s when when Husker were, was going out, it was a lot of phone calls, a lot of uh, hey, I I heard I hear that there's uh, somebody in your town that puts on shows somewhere. Can we come and play? And so all of that started to get connected, but that's how we got connected, like with um, Seven Seconds in in uh, in Reno and uh, the big boys down in Austin. And you would you would find these pockets uh, where, where there was something going on, and then you would encourage other people to get out and do it. And it just kept building out and out and out to a point where there was a real kind of like network. But it was a lot of lot of quarters in the payphones. Yep. Uh, mailing cassette tapes to people, uh crazy, crazy shit like Would that. Would you
0: have to send cassette tapes? Like, so say there was a, a venue, it's like, well, we need to know what you sound like first. I mean, were you sending them cassette tapes? Like, here's what early Husker Du sounds like.
2: Yeah, sometimes people wanted to, to kind of know what you, you sounded like Um
0: and they're like, "What the fuck is this noisy shit?" Right. What the it sounds fuck like is a power this?
2: drill. What is this?
0: <laughs> it's actually a radial arm saw, ma'am. Um, <laughs> so you're going to be knocking out a ton of dates around America. What does the rest of 2023 look like for Ultra Bomb? Uh,
2: ultimately, uh, for Ultra
0: Bomb, I mean May looks nuts May- for you May guys. Is,
2: May is going to be nuts. Yeah. We're right. going to we're going to have some. Uh, the summer will be nuts for Finney and, and Jamie because yeah. they'll be going back uh, overseas to continue the nuts part of the touring. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll get back I'm going to relax a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Nothing maybe, wrong with that. Maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe go find a lake to sit by somewhere, you know, maybe catch huh. a ball game. So uh, I wonder where sure you I'm... could
3: find one of those.
2: Uh, in, in, <laughs> yeah, in Minnesota, it's going to be tough. But uh, uh, this fall then, in October, we'll be back... Ultrabaum will be together in Europe for uh, a string of dates plus uh, the UK, Scotland, Ireland and we're planning on getting into the studio. We're going to start writing music as soon as we all get together. Finny comes in this Sunday, we're, we'll have 4 days of full band rehearsal. We may have
0: a new tune written before we play the turf club. A new tune. You told me you wrote the last record in two fucking days. <laughs> well, that's right? true. Don't, we, don't, don't, don't fucking soft well, pedal it. All right. Let's get to work. You never Greg. know. We
2: might have a full album uh, ready by the for end of the tour. by the end of the tour. Wow. Holy <laughs> right. oh, well,
0: Shit. I, I wish you the best of luck. Let's hear another song. I hate going too long with another song. This one's called Superhero Shit. Tell me about it.
2: Well, uh, you know everybody's got it in them you've got a little bit of superhero shit in you you know but a very very tiny well you know it's like you know reach out and grab it you know save the day save your day you know take your shirt off go for a ride
0: It's hard for me to sort of fathom because, well, one, I'm getting moving on in years, you know, I'm getting a little older, but I've been to thousands of shows in my life. But that kind of energy in a place the size of the Turf Club sounds kind of exciting to me like that. In fact, the last time I saw you play live, I saw you at the Turf Club. and um, Such a great venue, man. There's, some yeah, there's something about critical mass, right? Like, every show doesn't have to be sold out. And huge shows are fantastic. But shows in the right size club with the right number of people who are feeling the right way. I don't know if there's a better feeling than that, man. I mean, that's the drug right there, right? I've done a lot of drugs.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's the moment you want to be in,
0: you know? And for performers, right, too. I mean, like, so you're you're in the right size club, and you've got that critical mass, and you know you got them right there. Mm. (laughs) That's got to be an amazing feeling.
1: Yeah. Yeah. When do you head out of town? How many more days are you going to be in the Twin Cities?
2: So we start May 11th, and then the the next, uh, at the Turf Club, the next night, we're in Winona for Midwest Music Fest. Perfect. you got to get Jamie
1: down to 7th Street Entry. He's got to experience 7th Street Entry at some point before he
2: leaves yeah for sure i've, I've been i, I don't well, think i saw anybody that looked like it would oh yeah yeah
1: yeah. A, i see what you're yeah. saying yeah yeah, yeah. it's got to be the right so, band in Seventh no, street no entry but on, sometime on when you're people at first
0: avenue course, sometime, sure. when, you're back, sometime club, when you're back sometime when you're back that's a yeah. great yeah. little venue it as well. can't be five star yeah. all the time but yeah. like the entry i don't doubt jamie just by looking at you know i never like to judge a book by its cover but talking to you for as little time as we have and seeing you i'll bet you've been in your share of of dingy, shitty little side room club. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. That's, yeah. What, yeah. It That's what it is. But it's crazy though.
3: You know, like touring with UK subs. I was, I was touring with them for seventeen years. And, um, seventeen years. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You're not old enough to have
3: toured to. Yeah, I was <laughs> a baby. Years. I was twenty years old when I joined them. And I went from being what, a grave like 26 figure 26 now. Wow. Uh, <laughs> for real. Yeah, yeah. Really. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow! Uh, but that we, must but, have been wild, man. I mean, UK subs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was,
3: it was crazy. I was working as a grave digger, and then uh, joined, like an actual grave digger. Uh, yeah, digging
0: graves. Was yeah, anybody yeah,
1: burying like, people? Was anybody yeah. mostly dead? Um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Ever hearing <laughs> you <any gossip? Yeah. laughs> knocking? Yeah. Well, exactly. I was working. I was working <laughs> with people hit, that yeah. smell almost dead. I
3: get it. I get it. So they kind of disguise the. You know. Yeah, yeah, nice. Um, but yeah, you know, we we we'd do shitty little club shows and then the next night we're playing to 20,000 people you know it's absolutely just everything in between you know it's just crazy
0: well and I've seen those kind of shows in the entry like um I don't know McCluskey might have been my favorite show I've ever seen in the entry um but I mean like everybody from the biggest names you've heard to the nobodies you've never heard of the entry is sort of one of those rites of passage but also the kind of room that when it's full I don't know if I've ever felt better energy there in my whole life and the time I'd like to apologize to Andy right now that I shouted at the lead singer of McCluskey for five songs in a row to play my favorite song, and he finally stopped. And he would have been totally in the right, and everyone would have cheered if he had just <laughs> taken his bass guitar and smashed my teeth in because I, w- I wouldn't shut up. But he had all- a couple of. Couple, you should probably preface it with, you had maybe a couple of bumps in you at that oh, point. Oh, good eight or nine drinks at <laughs> yeah, that point. No, I, mean. I, was, I was on fire, and <laughs> uh, but I really wanted to hear that song. And um, and he's like, all right, we'll get to it. We're all gentlemen here, aren't we? And all of a sudden, I, it hurt more than if he had smashed me in the face with his bass. I was like, oh, and I got real quiet and pulled back from the front of the stage and... So, again, I wasn't wasn't too far gone. Ultrabomb is our guest. Before we continue and wrap up with them, we do need to mention our good friends at Moxie Wealth Management. Moxie Wealth Management takes a comprehensive approach to what your finances are going to look like moving forward. Maybe it's taxes. Maybe it's property. Maybe it's acquisitions. Maybe it's savings. It could be anything. But they're going to help you get a better understanding of exact – because a lot of us – <clears throat> Free ball it, right? We're just like I'm sure it's going to be fine, metaphorically. Why would I, and literally? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be fine. Like, what, what would I need to worry about? It turns out as you reach a certain age, you do have to kind of think about what the future might even vaguely look like. That's where our friends at Moxie Wealth Management. I'm come reminded
1: in. of the movie Raising Arizona when he gets his paycheck and the woman there goes, looks at him and goes, the "Government, she sure do take a bite." Exactly. So if Correct. you're uh, if you're little. <laughs> frustrated right now mm. good idea to go get things checked out a lot of us don't let's be honest we don't really know what the hell's going on with money a lot of us don't tend to yeah. be very good at that sort hands of thing up. three out of four yeah. oh, all, all four so it's good to have somebody so joe approached us originally he's a music fan he's a really good guy he's down yeah. to earth he's not one of these snobby, pretentious People. I, say. I yeah. was going to say a different you, you, word, but it's his commercial, but, you, but really you, good dude. And they have a whole team of people. So you don't have to deal with four different people getting into your business and all your stuff. Good idea. Probably this time in your life to get that checked out. Go to moxiewealthmanagement.com and set an appointment before it's too late.
0: Wow. <laughs> you know what I like for
1: Jamie's fucking digging a hole <laughs>
0: <laughs> like when you hear jamie shoveling dirt on the top of your box sadly a grave digger days are behind him but that's kind of badass how, i still when, know how when, to dig a grave or two when's the first time you, I mean, like, how did you get into it when's the first time you dug a grave um
3: i mean it was i was 19 at the time yeah but um, i mean like did someone it like, was just the hey, summer we need, we need you know? a little help
0: can you come down and dig some graves <laughs> <laughs> no
3: nah, it was um it was working for the council yeah, yeah. you know um yeah. But I was taking care of the graveyard gardening and all that kind of shit.
0: (laughs) A friend
1: of mine does that Uh, at Fort Snelling, and he said the biggest challenge, he's a single guy, he said the biggest challenge is do I mention it on the first date? No. Or the yeah, Second yeah. date? Or the no. fourth date? No. Just keep it to yourself. Say, What's with the shovels in your? Restaurant? I'm a mind fine grave digger.
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Say that you're in. Say that you're in media. Just leave yeah, it there. In media. Yeah, no need to bring it up. No. The medium happens to be dead human corpses. But there we are. <laughs> uh, Jamie Oliver and Greg Norton are our guests today. Ultra Bomb, or at least two thirds of Ultra Bomb, heading out on tour. Turf Club a week from tonight. The following night down in Winona, I you know, I can't go out on school nights anymore. I get up at 4 a.m. to do my radio job. But the thought of driving down to Winona, which is where I went to school, on a Friday sounds kind of mm, intoxicating. Sounds I think good. it's
2: a great idea. You should do it. It's yeah? a beautiful time of the year to take a drive down the river. Yeah. You can actually make it all the way because the river's receded.
0: Okay, right, right. Now it hasn't flooded the alluvial plain or whatever it is down there. Uh, we'll do that later. All right. <laughs> 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 for people right now who have never heard the name of the band ultra bomb before i know it may sound impossible but for those who have not because not everyone knows everything what's ground zero for ultra bomb information if people want to know about touring they want to know about getting their hands on music they want to know about anything that might be coming up where would you send them
3: um ultra all
0: right I'm there right now. And I'm gonna be honest, that uh, very active banner you have about the punk rock bowling up front up top. I mean Agnostic Front, GBH, Fishbone, it's gonna be Ab- Cockney Rejects, Hepcat, Slackers. Hepcat's gonna be there? Hepcat's yep. still a band?
3: We're doing on the Monday, uh, we're playing with Dropkick Murphy's Suicidal Tendencies, L. Suicidal Tendencies. Holy yeah. shit.
0: Really? Yeah. Wow. And L seven. Yeah. And see Hepcat is one of the edgier, fun ska bands. Like, I love Hepcat, you yeah, know? And, yeah. See, this is what I meant when I brought up before the, um, the uh, what's it called? The <coughs> Stupid Punk Rock Festival. What's it called? They went warp oh, tour, warp thank tour. To warp, tour yeah. It, yeah, it, we it went south, but back in the day, warp tour. I mean, it used to be fun. It was outdoors. You'd go down, you'd check it out, and that was a great day all day long. Even if it wasn't serious and motivated and political, even Ian Mackay would have had a good fucking time if he went <laughs> yeah. down to warp tour <laughs> back in the day. All right, and I hope people take that the right way. Otherwise, you can text Sean and let him know no one <laughs> has you know is what I said. Um, so, Ultra Bomb, you are going to get back in the studio and work on a little bit more a little something tasty um do do you have anything that oh go ahead
3: i was gonna say actually i've got a we're we're talking about getting a portable setup and writing tracks on tour and actually tracking them while we're on tour really yeah
0: do you like that i mean like so let me ask you this then jamie obviously playing live is a blast and as a drummer you're wailing away you are back there you along with greg are the driving force you are the foundation this is where it's happening right now listen pay attention do you like sort of what can become the tedium of studio work? Or I love it. Do you? Yeah, really? I love it. Yeah, yeah. Even if they're like, all right, take 14. Let's well, try it the, again, The thing Jamie. that I
3: love about it is a lot of the time I go into the studio with nothing and come out with something that didn't exist before, you know, and it's like... that just happened literally creation yeah, yeah. to be Doctor yeah. frankenstein yeah. Right? yeah yeah give my creature life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah ultra bomb is gonna have a very fun spring and i'm yes. a little bit jelly i don't want to go on the road i really enjoy the comfort of my own bed and my cat laying on me just purring but i'm excited for both of you because it seems like That's it's gonna r- be fun
1: don't ask about that jamie
0: <laughs> Greg, Greg, are you excited about it? I mean, you've been on tour so many times, and you've toured so often. Does it still hold glamour for you? Maybe glamour is the wrong word. Does it still hold some appeal? Do you still get excited about it?
2: I'm very excited about this. Yeah, uh, it's great to get out and play. It's great to get out to different cities and different you know meet different people in their scenes. Mostly Hollywood actresses, right? Right. Oh, uh,
0: (laughs) really? Uh, (laughs) Really? (laughs) Wait, that's a thing that happens? Right.
2: I missed missed that memo. Uh, (laughs) But, uh, uh, you know, getting out and hearing uh, the the local band who will be on, you know, opening the show before the Barstool Preachers play and then we play. So, um, and punk rock bowling is... um,
0: that's sure overwhelming. A, That's yeah, too that, much. That is overwhelming. So I, I'm yeah. actually going to the Cruel World Festival uh, the following weekend after uh, Midwest Music Fest. I went last year with my daughter. She bought me tickets for my birthday three years ago, and it was, you know, it's Bauhaus, it's Blondie, it's Psychedelic Furs, mm-hmm. it's everybody. This year, Susie. Of Susie the Banshees, Iggy Pop, Billy Idol, The Human League, and Rockets, Echo and the Bunnymen, Adam Ant, Molchat Doma, Gary Newman, Boy Harsher, Modern English, Gang of Four, ABC, The Vapors, The Motels, and it just goes on and on oh, and on. Yeah. And I don't mind that it's retro. I don't mind yeah, that it's yeah. nostalgia. sounds fucking awesome. It I might... just
3: saw Molchat Doma in um, uh, Germany. Did
0: you really? yeah, yeah. And yeah. were they great live? It was, Tell yeah, me I they... mean, it's
3: not really my cup of
0: tea. Not, a, not it like was, a deep weirdo new wave guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was it
3: was a bit strange, but um, yeah. but it was fucking, it was
0: packed. The gig, it, they wow. jammed the place. For, they for they a modern day, new wave, revivalist band, so many people try to do that stuff, or try to wear that as sort of adornment, they're so fucking good at it. Yeah. They're, yeah. They're, so I'm actually thrilled. That's okay that it's not your thing. I, t- <laughs> I totally get it. The vapors might be a little more your style, maybe some gang of four. Um, but the, the thing about the punk rock bowling is like, you're going to have to pick. There are going to be times where you're like, do I go see this? Do I go see that? Do I go see this? Do I go see GBH? Do I go see Ultra Bomb? Fuck GBH, man. You go see Ultra Bomb, (laughs) all right? You go see Ultra Bomb over Great British Hardcore. Just kidding, of course. Nothing personal. Please don't punch me in the back of the head if you ever come across me. We have to wrap up, unfortunately. Is there anything either of you would like to plug or mention before we pull the ripcord on this thing? Uh,
2: We should mention that we uh, will be... uh Touring with this fantastic band from England, the Barstool Preachers.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm glad you didn't say GBH because I was going to feel <laughs> I was going to feel like a that regular ass. Yeah. Right matter of fact, they're outside,
2: yeah, <laughs> hey. ready to punch just you in the back of the head. You guys, I love you
0: <laughs> and your spiky leather vests. No, I'm a big fan.
2: So, uh, I, I think the Ultra Bomb it, It's Got Legs tour is uh, with the Barstool Preachers this is going to be a hell of a show wherever we 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 go and 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 stop so uh if you're listening anywhere outside of the twin city
0: area go see us check it out you know, absolutely go see it so barstool preachers out of the uk yeah, yeah. all right mm-hmm. so how did you foment that relationship and put this together is that a label thing is that a it was our agent yeah 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 you yeah. 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 said i know this great band so you've heard them you've seen them you've yeah. vetted them they're not shit yeah right? um
3: it's uh the son of Colin from uh Coxborough. Oh really? This is his band. Yeah, yeah. Really? Mm. All right. Yeah. Well um, and sometimes
0: the nepotism thing and the family thing. Yeah, you're a little like I remember when Sting's son first put out a band, and there was about yeah. a half a song that was interesting, and then it got no. Nah, but these tiresome. guys are good. These All guys right. are good. All right, yeah. Good, yeah. good, good, good. And
3: as well, like they their new album actually just went to number thirteen in the charts in the UK. Wow, and um, really, right? and it was kind of cool because Coxborough put a big thing up on their their socials, kind of saying, you know, support support this band, and uh, you know they've done something that we never managed to do. Right, you
0: know? right. Yeah, well, so good for them, cool. yeah. and good for yeah. both of you. And they're good guys as well. They're really good guys. Yeah, and That's Jamie great. just uh, yeah. saw him Master a couple Grishal weeks ago part. and yeah.
2: said they put on a proper show.
0: A proper show, you yeah. say? Yeah, a proper. <laughs> show. But you know what? actually I say that all the time. Like I, like you know, when you've seen a proper show, right? Yeah. Like, Did yeah. you rock me? I'm rocked. Yeah, I had a great evening. We played the show
3: a couple of a couple of weeks ago. I, I was playing for Anti Nowhere League, and we played with GBH and Exploited, and <laughs> they were talking about you, at UK subs. <laughs> we on the bill as well. I'm um, going to um, get
0: punched in the fucking team. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Here we go. I'm going to get punched
3: yeah, in the GBH goddamn Yeah, GBH are really good b- friends of mine. Oh. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. <laughs>
0: we'll be wearing a disguise to the Ultra <laughs> Bomb show. Remi- if I can remind people of the context, I said, don't worry about fucking GBH, go see Ultra Bomb. So it was <laughs> yeah. in support of you. Fair enough. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. save. Yeah. Good save, Brian. Yeah. Don't yeah, worry, I'll
3: you. smooth things over. Yeah. <laughs> <of> them, <doesn't laughs>
0: please, please. Let them know I'm very fragile. I have thin, little, brittle, bird-like bones. I can't. I can only take one or two punches, and then I'm down for the count. We have to say goodbye to Ultra Bomb. I also want to thank, once again, Smart Start MN, the people at Moxie Wealth Management. Thank you, Sean Bernard. Thank you, Brian. Oaks. And everyone enjoy this gorgeous spring. Oh, yeah, we're coming back. We're circling back around. I just got to, if I don't tick all the boxes at the very end, then I feel like somehow I've let everyone down more than I already have. I also want to thank the good people at Audio Quip. They are the ones who have provided us with all the equipment in this studio, and nice. they, they're cool. Much like you said, when you were talking about the bands, they're good guys as well. Sean and I decided, day one, more than three years ago, we're not working with dicks. We're never doing it. And you so, got a no-cunt
1: rule. It, we
0: do. Thank you we do. very much, Jamie well, well, we're the only
1: cunts we allow. That's what yeah, I like yeah. to say. So
0: we, we get a little cunty now and then. Is it cuntish or cunty? I like Both. cunty. Yeah. yeah all right. Well, <laughs> we we try to we try to keep a very a very low quotient of cuntiness in this room, um, <laughs> but we refuse to take money from people who are jerkwads. And so everyone we work with, we stand behind the work they do, who they are as people, and. We're probably going to lose one or two of them now that I've used the word cuntiness. I think
1: we need to apologize to Jamie right away. Why? And I think Greg knows this already, but I want to apologize to all the fucking Minnesotans who are going to try to do your accent back to you because we just—it's it, so like fucking it. annoying that people I like do it. Do you really? Yeah, I mean, oh, I like, God, it. especially it when they're speaking the kind of sultry, of sultry. It, oh, really? Yeah, I'm like, slow a little bit slower. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> just like that. Just, just like that. Say mom. something else. You walk into
0: this state. You walk into this state with a pronounced accent like that oh, God. and you're suddenly gandalf you are the yeah, yeah 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 I mean, you know sometimes i like,
3: put it on <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, really it. <laughs> oh hello
0: how are you <laughs> hello. Especially hello. <laughs> jamie especially lo- if they're cute
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no shame in that game <laughs> my nope, good no. man. A... look man we're all we're only here for a brief window of time on this planet and if that works <laughs> I, I, Godspeed, my good man. Jamie, very nice to meet you. Mr. Norton, excellent to see you again. Very good nice to, with...
2: to uh, see you, Brian, and thank you for having us. On. Let's yeah. do it again Thanks sometime, gentlemen.
0: Absolutely, uh, we will. Maybe after the end of this whirlwind, wildfire, freak show, Tasmanian devil of a spring tour, we'll talk about that later. So, we are going to hear another Ultra Bomb song at the very end of the show. But first, this is the band, the Barstool Preachers, who are going to be opening up for you on every date on this tour, up to and including the Turf Club. All the way through the end of it, I looked them up, and what I loved about their band photo is, you know, you don't all have to be wearing matching outfits, right? And you don't all have to have the same thing. But that happens a lot with British bands. Not one person in this band looks like they're in the same band as any other <laughs> single person in the band, and I kind of love it. I like the chaos. I like the messiness of it all. Yeah, yeah. So tell me about the band, and then we'll get into it. Uh, I mean... They're, uh, from uh, they're from England They're from England So really- listen up fuckers
2: <laughs> uh, You know they've got a bit of a ska influence too
5: Way too fast. I troubled 20 something before that troubled team. I've been the most loved, the most lost, and everything in between. This partnership is not gone, but it's understood. I was so scared at the hardest of all good. They say in time, this all gets easier. In time, we learn to see more clear. Tell me something.
0: Joe Burgess is a registered representative and investment advisor representative of Securian Financial Services Incorporated. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Securian Financial Services uh, Incorporated. Member FINRA SIPC North Star Resource Group is an independently owned and operated. Moxie is affiliated with North Star Resource Group and is independently owned and operated. 2701 University Avenue Southeast, Minneapolis, Minnesota 55414.